Welcome to the Digital Marketing Insights Podcast, brought to you by Brightside Digital. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the show. I'm delighted to say we have Anya here today. How are you doing, Anya? I'm very good. Thank you so much for having me. Very welcome. Anya, you're a freelance virtual assistant and TikTok content creator. Can you tell us a little bit about your career today and and your specialist area? Yeah, sure. So I haven't always been a virtual assistant or a TikTok content creator. I was actually a chef um, many, many years ago, went to culinary school, but realized I wanted to travel and I wanted to find something that would help me do that. And I wanted to get into the online world. And I saw a lot online about being a virtual assistant. And so I tried to figure out how I could do that. Um, I didn't buy anyone's course or anything like that. I spent a lot of time on Google, on YouTube, trying to learn how to do that. And basically taught myself how to become a virtual assistant. And for anyone who doesn't know, a virtual assistant is someone who basically helps um, a business owner run their business a little bit more smoothly. You're a jack of all trades, basically. You need to kind of know how to do email management, calendar management, um, social media management, content writing, basically anything that a business owner might need to help them run their business and I've basically been building my skills for the last three years um, and kind of developing more and more skills as I as I go and then the TikTok aspect I've been on TikTok for nearly two years now and um, I just like creating videos about food about travel and that's kind of just like a little bit fun for me um, as well as just a way to kind of have a creative outlet yeah And obviously, TikTok comes up a lot of the time on the show. People get very excited about it, and a lot of people have FOMO and not being in it. But can you tell us a little bit around your strength in TikTok and the content you kind of create? Yeah, well, I think when I started first, I was kind of almost copying what other people were doing. And I think a lot of people start off on TikTok like that because you want to see kind of what does well. You want to see uh, maybe you can recreate someone else else's type of things. And so I was creating like digital nomad content, uh, day in the life, um, this kind of stuff. And I wanted to basically see how long it would take to, to go viral. And um, after about two months, I had my first viral video and it was an Italian McDonald's video. So rating Italian McDonald's. And I had noticed that international McDonald's videos do really well on um, TikTok and everyone's seen one. Definitely. It's one of those videos where you will stop and watch because it's intriguing. It's the globalization. Everyone knows McDonald's. They're aware of the brand. And then when you see it in different countries, it can be very interesting. And it almost feels like you can be doing a little bit of travel as well. So that became my main uh, video kind of that would do well. So like to date, I think I have about 17 I think I have a playlist of 17 or 18 international McDonald's videos and they're the ones that really do well. So like my my best one got 2.5 million views. Some sit at around 1.5, 2 million. Some only sit maybe at 100 to 300,000, depending on the country and depending on the kind of different things that are part of the McDonald's. So I always order the 
um, most interesting things on the menu that I see if we've never seen it before in the UK or Ireland I'll be like okay well, I'll have to get that and so uh, that really does well. I actually recorded one yesterday um, here in Colombia and um, that will be up in the next few days but um, it wasn't as amazing as some other ones so it will be interesting to see how that video does. That's fantastic and like in terms of partnerships or anything is there any have you been approached from brands or businesses yet to kind of work with them in ways? Yeah, I have. Um, I've done a few brand deals so far. Um, I'm quite picky, um, to be honest, with who I work with. I've had very interesting brand deals. Like one of the uh, months last year, I got uh, reached out to by a, a brand who uh, sells bidets. Um, so like my content has nothing got to do with bidets or, you know, bathrooms in general. And so I kind of thought to myself, what made the influencer uh, marketer here say, this this girl is a good fit for our brand. And, you know, she uh, sent me an email being like, we love your content. We think you're a great fit. You know, the kind of copy and paste influencer marketing email. And I was thinking, but, but what about my content makes you think that I am a good fit? Um, so yeah, it's funny because these types of things happen and you have to kind of, realize that it's not about the money and you sometimes don't want to sell out you don't want to you know take every brand deal ever and so I'm quite picky with what I choose um I've just taken a handful of them and I have had some opportunities come in where you know I could do it but it doesn't really fit with my values or kind of fit with my content and I don't really want to seem like a sellout because I'm not in it for the yeah money. and like obviously there's several platforms that these guys use for outreach and so like something like ninja outreach where you can search by instagram or tiktok and you'd put in a certain search and you're obviously popping up in that but um do you is it is it your tiktok account that they mainly want or is it your instagram work or what what do you think is their motivation for reaching out um just solely um tiktok i don't really post on instagram like my instagram is more personal um i don't really post my content um, on Instagram. I don't really cross post. I started cross posting on YouTube shorts um, because a lot of people were saying that was kind of the way to go. They were really pushing YouTube shorts. So I started cross posting, but to be honest, I, I, I just prefer the community on TikTok. Like there's just like this small, it's not small, I guess it's billions of users, but you know, there's, there's a feeling of a small community, especially within the TikTok spaces that we have. So let's say on Irish TikTok or on UK TikTok, I think we're kind of sometimes a little bundled in together. We kind of like know each other's jokes and, and it can sometimes feel like it's a small place, um, for some of the creators. And for me, I try and branch out by posting in different countries when I'm traveling. And, you know, I've had, great success in some countries like in Costa Rica I had like a very small community enjoy my content there um even though I'm not like a, f a fluent Spanish speaker and that 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 can feel really good because you really feel like you get to know the country you get to know the people the jokes what what they find funny what's trending on their um for you pages and for me yeah that's why I continue to stay on TikTok and continue to create content on TikTok because I'm just loyal to the to the community there and obviously you're a digital nomad in every way really you're traveling around the world you're doing your virtual system work and your own tiktok brand but is that part of the strategy to go to country to country and post and kind of infiltrate those markets do you find like tiktok for example it's it's based 
the 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 reach is based on the country you're in, I suppose, is the question I'm asking. Yeah, well, it's all to do with the SIM card um, because I have a good few SIM cards from traveling to different countries and getting, you know, SIM cards in different countries. And if you put that SIM card in, you will be uh, put onto that For You page. So, like, I remember at the start, I think, when I was in Mexico and I had the SIM card in, I was trying to infiltrate the community there. And I, I think they were thinking to themselves, like, okay, we don't really want to see this. Uh, gringa as as they're called uh you know a, a girl talking about mexico and i never wanted to kind of be like oh i know everything about this and i was always open to correction on pronunciation and things like that and i think as i got a little bit better at spanish and got a little bit better at creating content i realized you know you can create content for a group of people in, in a country and have them find it interesting um so I rate international snacks all the time. I'll go and try all the snacks of maybe a country and they enjoy, you know, people watching, uh, people enjoy watching um, you eat their snacks and kind of talk about it. And it's the same if, if we're in Ireland, the UK and someone comes and they're like, I'm going to go eat, you know, like a Greg sausage roll um, and they've never had one before and they're talking about, oh, this is actually really delicious or, you know, I don't know, um, a dairy milk or something that's, you know, very big in the country that everyone loves and, and, a, and a person is coming from another country to try it for the first time. We find it interesting. It's intriguing, I think. So that's another reason why I do create content sometimes for the communities and same when in, in America as well, like I wanted to try all different like Chick-fil-A and all those things for the first time and talk about them. Because again, it, Americans find it interesting to watch Europeans come try their food. And yeah, I think it's a global thing. We all find it interesting to watch people eat our foods. Definitely, definitely. And it's it's so nice to hear that you've identified this and building out strategies. And I'm sure anyone listening knowing about this the sim card recommendation is is a really nice little thing to be aware of anyway um in terms of softwares is there anything on you you use daily that you swear by for your work um to be honest i'm actually not the biggest um like productivity tool or software person i have tried them all um like trello or like notion and all these and i used to use them and then i realized it was taking more effort to use them than not use them um but for me just kind of organizing our in general like i'm just a big google calendar person like i'm very simple i'm like not like oh i have these six apps that help me with my productivity um i'm a google calendar and uh, a notebook type of person um, i don't know if it's like old-fashioned or something but um i'm not really the biggest software person and like when it comes to editing i guess for tiktok i edit within the app apparently tiktok prefer that they prefer you edit in the app record in the app put your text in the app, um, basically do everything in app. Um, and I think they prefer that. So, but I'm also like, I'm a big Canva user as well. I do use that every day, to be honest. Um, but that's for my own virtual assistant and for kind of client work and things like that. But yeah, I'm not using any of these kind of crazy productivity tools that people swear by. No, so, fair enough. Yeah. And uh, in terms of new insights or information, where do you go? Where do you get most of your new inspiration from? Um, I guess TikTok. <laughs> um, for, for my own kind of videos and stuff, you know, you, 
that's the whole thing about TikTok is you're getting inspiration. I guess you don't want to rip off your own, or you don't want to rip off people. You don't want to take their ideas. That's the whole thing. It's good to be inspired, but you don't want to copy people. Um, but for me, I try my best to kind of um, create my own content that is kind of solely mine and things that I do all the time and keep in line with that. Um, but in general, I mean, when it comes to my own virtual assistant work and things like that, I guess it's just following other creators in the space um, on Instagram or on LinkedIn and, you know, kind of knowing about things um, by just keeping up to date on social media. And kind of linked solely to that. Is there anything that really excites you that's coming or a new feature that might be out, might be specific to TikTok that you're thinking, this is what I need to master or anything like that? Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, TikTok has been adding some features um, while, you know, we're just like, leave the app alone. You know, it's it's fine as it is. We don't need new things. We, we, we see it all the time. Instagram, you know, trying to add different, you know, parts and different features and we don't really need them. Um, like the TikTok now, uh, for instance, like which is copying Be Real. Be Real, you know, a great app. Um, and then TikTok decided to, you know, have their TikTok now. I haven't even posted on TikTok now, to be honest. Um, I don't see the point. We already have an app for that. We have Be Real. So I don't see why we should uh, do that. But again, I heard that TikTok were pushing it, that you should be posting on TikTok now because you want to be in the good books um, for for TikTok because TikTok will punish you if you don't <laughs> if you don't do do what it says. Um, but I'm I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm I'm thinking um, when it comes to uh, longer videos that's something I would like to get into um, I know that you can post 10 minute videos now on TikTok but only through the browser it's not possible to do it in app so you would have to record it record outside the uh, outside the platform up uh, uploaded on the browser on the web page of, of TikTok um, and that's something I have thought about doing but again I think I don't know if I'm there yet where my you know, followers would want to stay and listen to me talk for 10 minutes, to be quite honest. Um, I don't think we're there yet, but it has to be, it would have to be something very captivating to really post longer videos. But I know TikTok's going in that direction. They are um, obviously pushing longer videos as well. So it will be interesting to see what happens with that this year and to see if, yeah, people will start posting 10 minute videos because we're not on TikTok for that. We go to YouTube for the longer videos. We stay on TikTok for the seven seconds, you know, or one less than one minute. And if it's not interesting within the first 10 seconds, we yeah. scroll. So. And you mentioned be real there. Um, is that something you're actively using? Yeah, I am. I think it's kind of a fun little thing for, for my group of friends or, you know, for people just, if you're traveling and I have a lot of friends you know, who just don't live in Ireland anymore. Um, you know, uh, that's, that's a, another issue for another day. Um, you know, but, um, it's nice to see what people are doing kind of around the world. And you see my, like my family, my, my brothers and sisters as well. We all kind of can see each other's a little snapshot into each other's lives, um, once a day. And I, I do enjoy, I do, I do enjoy being oh, yeah. And lastly, we always ask, this question on the show which is if you could bottle up one personality trait that you have yourself on you that you could pass on to others what would it be um probably delusional confidence um i'm not sure if you know yeah i'm familiar delusional confidence is <laughs> um but i would say that's probably it um 
I've really been like that for the last few years with the travel and kind of teaching myself how to work online. I had no prior experience in the digital world. You know, I, I went to culinary school and I was a chef. Like I didn't know really, I wasn't completely stupid when it came to computers or anything, but I wasn't in a field where I was, you know, working online or having to work on a computer. So I basically told myself I could do it. And I think it's a good uh, personality trait to have, but sometimes it's hard to know the limits because I do push myself to do different things all the time. I've juggled a lot of things. I multitask a lot and I always believe I'll get it done. So that is something I think everyone can have a little bit of is delusional confidence is trying not to deal with the imposter syndrome, um, trying to believe that you can do things and if you put your mind to them. And I think that's how you can get things done and as cliche as it sounds it's like you know that's how you can I don't know follow your dreams but you know it's more so that just if you want to do something bad enough you'll do it and I think we all need a little bit of that yeah really well said Anya that's it if people want to reach out to you get in touch how can they um I guess on my TikTok is travel with Anya and uh, my Instagram is also Anya Bennett eight. So if you want to send me a DM there for anything, that's where I take my DMs. So. Love it. Thank you, Anya. Thank you so much for being part of the show. And thanks everyone for watching, listening, everything else. Yes. Thank you so much for having me.